right. Welcome to the Cultivate NYC podcast. I am Luke Calvert, and I'm the spiritual development pastor here at Cultivate NYC. And today I'm joined by the one and only Charles Wolford, the humble servant. Legend, legend, legend. Come on, legend, no, don't do legend. that. Don't do that. Yeah, so this is uh, the Cultivate NYC podcast, like I said, and this podcast exists to serve the church, grow the disciple, and help us engage our community and our culture for the gospel. And today we are naming this podcast specifically Launching. We, we, our first podcast ever, I went back and looked, Charles, we recorded our first podcast six and a half months ago. Wow. So six and a half months ago, we had just kind of gotten to the city. We were kind of getting acclimated. You had been here for longer than I had. We finally got some resemblance of tech equipment. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so we decided yeah. to do a podcast and uh, we kind of talked about where we come from, uh, the things in which we do, you, Texas, me, Indiana. Since then, we've brought on two new staff members who are helping us rock and roll. And finally, finally, we have made it mm. to what we're calling launch month. And to some people, launching means nothing. To some people, launching is like, oh my gosh, you guys finally made it. Now, some of it's churchy, some of it's not churchy. But the truth is, it's significant. Yeah. And it's significant because back in 2019, and we'll get into just a little bit like this, there was a pastor who walked into Charles' office and had a conversation. And in 2020, the Lord was doing something in my prayer and was doing something in uh, the, 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 the Calvert household. And in 2021, something was happening with the, with the Carabins and Jess and Robin. That's and right. later on that year, something was happening and stirring up into Dubois' heart. And the truth is that we would be really in trouble if we took credit for what is going on in Cultivate NYC and what over the last, not just six and a half months, but truly three years, uh, the Lord has really begun to craft what he wants to do in Harlem. So Charles, take us back to 2019 conversation you had with Dr. Goins of the time and the the K, as I like to call it, Koinonia. And I just want to kind of give an overview of how we got here and why launch matters and why, why, why understanding what the Lord has done and I think so quickly we look at our feet and we don't look at heaven. And if we were just looking at our feet, we're like, all right, what's next? Let's move, move, move. But I want to kind of reminisce on what the Lord has done in our church and, and what we pray that he does in the future. Yeah, man. So I just want to start for the listeners out there just to kind of give a little teaching nugget that um, I think all of us have learned through the process and the journey of getting here is that God is so intentional with our time and he doesn't waste any experience in our life. Mm. And there are things that we don't even realize while it's happening, but God is using certain experiences in our life to prepare us for where he's taking us. So like you said, we can look back at 2019 and 2020, but honestly, I feel like God has been preparing me, Mm. you, Dubois and Robin, our whole lives for this moment. Yeah, um, He knew that our paths would cross and that we would be obedient to plant this church here in Harlem. Yeah. And what's funny is even the people who are coming to our church and who are a part of the body that we're building, I would say the same thing for them as well. Yep. We're meeting so many people and it just feels like, wow, if we would have met this person any other time in their life, they wouldn't have been receptive or open to what God was doing. So I just want to say that, man, just to encourage anyone who's on a different, you know, part of their timeline and their journey, 
wherever you are, understand that God is being intentional, even if it's in a tough season, even if it's in a waiting season, even if it's in a preparing season, everything that you're doing and going through and working towards is intentional. Mm -hmm. And God is going to eventually show you why he allowed everything to happen and what he was doing. So anyway, man, so we are preparing to launch, yep. man. Like, and yep. usually when people launch, they focus in on one day, mm -hmm. uh, but we wanted to make sure, cause this is such a celebration for us that we're using every Sunday in September to celebrate. And there's something special about each Sunday because, um, each one is a reflection of either our values or a part of our journey. Yeah. So, um, one thing that I can talk about before I even considered being a planter mm. was the prayers that I had with the Lord. Cause I felt him calling me when I was in college, but I was like, God, I don't want to be a pastor. <laughs> I he don't, said, I don't care. Yeah, right. <laughs> so what God will do is even when you aren't 100%, you know, receptive to what he's calling you to, he may take you through a season of something that doesn't look like the full actualization of what he's calling you to, but it's so you don't abandon yeah. the calling. So I was like, God, I'll invite people to church. Mm -hmm. I'll invite people to Bible study. And by doing that, I started to fall in love with people. And then by hosting Bible studies and not teaching, I started to fall in love with his word. Yeah. And he started to nurture a teaching calling in me. And then when I was like, okay, God, I'll do Bible gatherings. I'll start to teach. That started to, you know, mold a pastoral heart in me. Then, okay, God, I'll do, I'll be, I'll be a youth pastor. Mm -hmm. You know, you see, each each stage of my ministry uh, life leading up until now prepared me to be a planter. And then eventually, it was my mentor and pastor who discipled me was telling me, "Hey, the Lord is telling me to send you. I don't know where." Then I meet the founders of the Cross Creek Network, and um, they, Pastor Craig and Pastor Chad shared the vision with me. And it's like, okay, we're going to go to New York. And then we interview a guy in Indy named Luke. And he's super excited. And him and his wife and son come. And then now we're building a team and we start to meet people. And there were so many things and ups and downs and roller coasters yeah. where there were moments where we like, is this really going to happen? Yeah. There yeah. were frustrating moments. There were ups and downs. But I'm so glad we endured until now because – there's so much that we are going to yeah. celebrate this month. And it's just going to be literally us giving all glory to God, because if it was in our own strength and in our you know own preferences, we would not be here. So this month, if you see us on social media crying, doing backflips, yep. laid on on the floor. It's let, let this make sense in this way. Yes. <laughs> yes. So God is so yeah. intentional, man. And for those who are listening, even if you can't be with us in September, man, we just ask you to pray for us, pray for our people, because this month uh, in September, we'll be a, we'll have our first official members. I'll pass it to Luke to kind of talk about what God has been doing in the life of the disciples that we have, because yeah. we have candidates for baptism. Mm -hmm. All of that is like, super exciting. But if we would have given up a year ago or even six months ago, yeah. who knows, you know, the lives that. God was trying to impact that, you know, our church would, it would just would have been a shame if we just hadn't have seen it through, but we did. Yeah. So here we yeah. are. Launch season is here. That's right. And, and, and just speaking to the roller coaster, I think it, I think, I think planting in a sense can emulate the Christian life and yeah. that there's so many highs, there's so many lows. There's so many times that Charles and I looked at each other and be like, I just don't know if this is going to go. Like, right. is it, are we, are we going to succeed? And I think it's easy to, 
like, hey, we're pastors. We trust the Lord. And no, we struggle and we are trying to figure out New York and we're trying to figure out how do we work together. We're trying to figure out who's coming to this joint. Like, is anybody going to walk in the door? Like, right. I mean, right. we, we had Bible study where three people walked in and we're jumping for joy. And church in New York is just so beautiful and it's so unique in the sense that like, I mean, we, we had a, a service of 57 a couple weeks ago and we were like, we have made it. Look at us go. And it's like, no, wow. it's not about us. It's about what the Lord is doing in our church. But if 30 people walk in, if three people walk in, if 3 million people walk in, it's about what the Lord is doing in our community for right. the gospel. And the people that we're baptizing uh, on September 11th so far, all three of them are New Yorkers. Yeah. Like, they're not they didn't come from Indiana. They didn't come from Texas. They didn't come from out of state. They have lived here their whole life, and they're giving their life to Jesus, and they're professing it in front of our church. Come on. If that's not a win... I'm not sure what is. Take a I, second, I'm really, man. Hold on. Like, wait, like, wait. You're the spiritual <laughs> like, pastor of this church, and you literally wake up every day yeah. thinking of ways yeah. to share the gospel with people and take them into this journey yeah. of discipleship. So for some people hearing, oh, three candidates of baptism, it's like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. I really would love for you to yeah. kind of like, Give us a little glimpse into like how big of a yeah. win that is, yeah. especially in the context of planting yeah. and even just for you personally. Yeah. I think a lot of the time, yeah, this is huge. I think a lot of the times when we talk about disciples, yeah. we don't really know what we're talking about. Like, like it's an idea more than it is a reality. So when we talk about the disciples in Jesus, either one, those disciples felt like, Oh, those guys are a long, long time ago, and they had stinking Jesus in there. Like, why wouldn't they? Find, <laughs> right. Why wouldn't they like, come follow me? Duh, yeah, it's Jesus. He's God. But I think when we're talking about disciples in today's context, we're talking about people who are apprenticeship to Jesus, which means they see him, they hear him, and they do what he says. Mm. It's a knowledge of the word, and it's multiplication, meaning that I want to multiply my life. I don't want to just sit in the stands. I don't want to just sit in the pew. I don't want to just sit in the seat. I don't want to just come to Maisel's and watch Charles give a great message and give him a pat on the back and say, see you next week. A disciple is someone who says, I want to give my life to Jesus and I want to share Jesus with other people through my life, through my actions, through my words. And so baptism is the next step of faith post salvation that says, I want to publicly display the inward affections, the inward change that's happening in me, that I am joining Christ in a death like his. I'm joining Christ in a resurrection like his. And a lot of us can do this in the quiet, in the silent, in the, yep. in, in, in the, with, with, you know, kind of in the shadows. But like Alex, Andrew, and Bianca are saying, I want to publicly display my affections for Jesus. Amen. And this is the pinnacle of the Christian faith, that baptism exemplifies you going from death to life and not just that but you're saying come join me come join me you want to get you, you need to get in the water and like these th those three specifically aren't these like you know pre-churched people who come from other churches because they saw cultivate has some cool stuff going on yeah their stories are three unique people who come from not a completely churched background who are getting involved and saying Jesus is king, and I want to display, and I want to show people that I don't care who, what, when, where, or why. I follow Jesus. Amen. And, like, it's the coolest thing that we get to do 
And on September 11th, we're going to be bawling our eyes out because yeah. what we said when we came here is we want to make disciples. Right. We don't want to be a church that when you walk in, you just see a bunch of people who are doing church, are playing church. Yeah. We want to see a people who are t- desperately following Jesus. Yeah. And the, I can assure you, because we've had conversations, these people that are getting baptized aren't taking this lightly. This isn't just a decision to jump into the water because I get to be a part of the service. It's no, I'm giving my life to Jesus and I want to, I want to that to be represented on and put on display at Cultivate NYC. Like Charles, when you and I first met, I was like, if this is truly the vision, I'm in. If it's just playing church and like getting to do all like cool things that church does, I'm out. If it's about making disciples, then I want to be involved. Let me, let me speak into a little bit because uh, we just talked about how throughout this journey, there were wins, there were ups and downs, mm-hmm. but there were moments where we felt like we wanted to quit. Yeah. And somebody listening is probably like, well, I'm in one of those moments. Yep. And I'm, I, I feel like I'm serving the Lord. I'm trying to build a ministry. I'm trying to do what he's called me to do, but I feel like quitting. How did you guys keep going? Yep. Like what kept mm. you motivated? One thing for me, I feel like if you are truly in it for the right intentions, if you feel like the Lord has called you and you have a heart to serve him, you have to hold on to the moments that make you feel I'm in real time. That's, that's, that's my In friends. real time. In that's real Charles time. right there. Yep. If, I, if, if I have an album coming out, it's going to be called In Real Time. Mm-hmm. In real time, you need to hold on to moments where by me doing this, I am literally operating in the most Christ-like manner as possible. Let me give an example. Um, one thing that my pastor, uh, Pastor Ronnie Goins, Arlington, Texas, coined a Christian church. Let me just throw that out there. <laughs> Shut up. I saw him do several things as a pastor. I saw him preach. I saw him counsel. I saw him handle business. I saw him do so many things. But the most impressive thing I ever saw him do was wash the feet of his disciples. Mm. I There's hands down nothing more impressive than I than seeing him humble himself and get on his knees and literally wash the feet of the men he was discipling. And I would ask him, I said, pastor, why do you do that? Like you, you have all these pastors and ministers mm-hmm. who can do this for you, but you make sure it's you doing it. Yeah. And he said, there's no, there's no other time in ministry where I feel more like Christ than when I'm washing the feet of the disciples wow. of my disciples. He said, there's literally times where my back aches and my hands hurt and I want to stop. And in that moment, I'm like, these pains and these things that I'm dealing with are the same things that mm-hmm. Jesus felt. Cause if he had to wash 12 men's feet, by the time he got to the sixth one, his yeah. back was hurting. Yeah. So we've had several moments like mm-hmm. that as well, where it's like, this is tough. This is hard, yeah. but I've never felt more on mission for Christ yeah. than in this moment. And that's why we're starting uh, our church with a baptism Sunday. Our first service is celebrating yeah. people declaring their, their, uh, faith in Christ. And because we believe in the great commission, yeah. we believe that Jesus started his ministry by going to be baptized by mm-hmm. his cousin. Like his ministry started with baptism yep. and so were ours. And then his ministry continued by making disciples and growing the church. Yeah. And, and faith is believing in something you cannot see. Right. So when we came to Harlem, uh, whether <laughs> strategically or not, we, we didn't know anybody. Yeah. We did not know a soul. Yeah. Like, I remember coming into work, the only person I knew that lived in this state was Charles. Yeah. 
and the what what the Lord did through Amrita nights, and I mean, for six months we met in the cafe on Thursday nights at seven o'clock, and we're like, "Hey, we'll buy you a coffee or Coke or you know a pizza," and we just want to have conversations with you. Yeah. Uh, a guy named Andrew Ripley called me yesterday. Was like, "Hey, I'm coming back to the city. Are you guys still doing?" And Rita Nights. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, hey, we have come a minute from that. And uh, he's in, he's going to come on Sunday. But awesome. But like he remembers the Amrita nights like that. Yeah. It, I remember the, the we'd have, we'd have like little card games we play with questions on them. And it's like, that's how we were, but we just wanted to build community. And I think because the, from the inception of cultivating NYC being a just about authentic relationships, we've held on to kind of that DNA. And like, uh, even with our church that we have now, it's, uh, it's about authentically doing life together being a family of God. I know that that, that that term is thrown around all the time, like being a family. No, like when you walk into Cultivate, I want you to feel like you are a part of this family. Right. Christian, non-Christian, questioning, non-question, whatever, yeah. that you come in and you feel like you are a family. Yeah. And I really feel like when I when, when I walk into Sundays, I am, I, I doesn't take a lot for me to get excited, but I am like freaking out because I, I, I can't wait to be a part of that family on Sundays. Yeah. And so... I just really pray that through September and beyond that if you are a part of Cultivate NYC and that you've been impacted by what the Lord is doing through our church, that you feel like you're a part of this family. And, and, and I hope that we see this family grow, not because it's a numbers game, but because it's a, it's a Christ-like game, if you will. It's becoming more like Christ. It's people hearing the word. Yeah. So anytime we ask you to invite friends, get people there, it's because we want them to know Jesus. Mm. Bianca, Andrew, Alex, we wanted them to know Jesus. I hope that Bianca, Alex, and Andrew and the like go on and tell other people about Jesus. It's about Christ, yeah. and it's about Christ alone. So we got cameras. We got Sunday service. We got worship because of Christ. We do outreach on Friday. We do outreach on Saturday. It's because of Christ. Yeah. Why are we here? It's because of Christ. Cultivate is for Christ. And like being able to say these things that were once an idea and are now playing out in actuality is like, I remember going to the AMC theater, watching a church and being like, one day I want us to look like this. Mm. And there's a real opportunity. I'm not putting anything in ink, Uh-oh. but there's a real opportunity that we could be meeting in the AMC yeah, at some man. point in September and pray for that. But like, Really, we've got to see the Lord just do a work in our church. Yeah. And through you, Charles, and man, I remember uh, we were at Row House. The first night we met, we like talked for like three hours. We're like, all right, I'm in. This is it. This one we need to be a part of. It's crazy, and not a whole lot of sense is made of moving to New York with kids and having another kid in the city and you moving from Texas, just getting married, and Fresh what happens yes. with all the difficulties that come. Well, what happens is you learn that planting is just like the Christian life. It's just like you working in the nine to five. There's ups, there's downs, there's beautiful moments. There's really hard hardships. But if a crisis is in it, then it's worth it. The scripture, the scripture, if you actually study and meditate on it, mm. <laughs> it, it comes to life and it enhances your faith. Mm. One of the early scriptures that I held on to uh, is it's, it's like it's the simple things that will always stay in your heart. And I've just seen it to be true. The Bible says that the Lord is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Yeah. And I feel like we are 
legitimately reaping yeah. what um, we've sown in obedience and sacrifice. And um, we're excited, man. So if you um, want to be a part of what we have going on, you want to support from afar, make sure you stay connected with us, follow us on all socials, and we'll be yeah. posting updates. That's right. Be looking out for certain videos of the members of our church telling their story mm. and We'll try to do, do our best to post recaps, but thank you to everyone who supported yes, us. Thank you for being involved. All of our partners, all of our co-laborers here in New York. Thank you to the Sin Network, Cross yeah. Creek Network, every church, every pastor, every person who's been a part of this parade yeah. with us, all the missionaries and mission trips that have come. We, I, I literally can't think of everyone's name and every group, but everything that you all have done has brought us to this point, and it's just the beginning. So yep. launch season is in September. Yep. Please pray for us because it's going to be an exciting time and also celebrate with us because the Lord is literally changing lives through what we're doing here in Harlem. That's right. In real time. Yep. <laughs> this is the Cultivate NYC podcast. Thank you for tuning in, being involved. Help us launch this church as we see Christ impact our local community and our local, you know, uh, I mean, from people living above our office space, from yeah. people meeting us on the street, from us doing coffee outreach, from us doing family day, like the Lord is really moving and shaking. And uh, we want to, we just want to be a part of that, N not take ownership of that, but just say, Hey Lord, we're in where you are in. So this is the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you the 4th, the 11th, the 18th and the 25th of September, because it is launch month. Let's go.